Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. So this is the third episode on the differing views of the rapture and our goal for presenting you the 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 uh, one two and three okay three differing views of uh, of the rapture is that you will have a wide okay wide spectrum concerning the matter okay with the hope that by god's help your questions will be answered and then you can decide or you can choose an open hand okay we call it the uh, open hand theology on eschatology remember eschatology is not that you know it's not a major doctrine okay what is important is uh, your salvation that you're born again because if you're born again you're gonna get there all right <laughs> if you're not born again even if you have if you choose the right position uh, concerning the rapture you will not get there so you must be born again that is important okay more important than the three differing views of the rapture but as a believer it is very important that you don't get confused about this topic okay that's why we're teaching you this so uh, we can help you so you can either decide one view after hearing all this after seeing the wide spectrum of these views or you can choose again an open hand theology okay on eschatology meaning you are not locked to one view only meaning when you say open hand theology meaning you are open to how it will play out in the actual events okay so like uh, in the ancient jewish culture uh, three parts in one harvest season okay so one harvest season but they 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 uh, they do it no they they divide it into three parts so that the poor have a portion for gleaning so remember the story of boaz uh, ruth okay so uh, the, the gleaning thing so that's it no so um, um, so not a first part of the harvest second part of the harvest and the third part of the harvest so the point is let god be god okay so concerning all of this uh, the, 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 the scripture did not give us a definite day, time for, for, for the rapture, but we can study. We have enough information in scriptures to prove that this rapture, okay, harpazo in Greek, the, being caught up you know, in the heavens to be with God is scriptural. All right? So... That's it. That's why we have these three views. And uh, all three, okay, whether you are a pre-triver, mid-triver, or post-triver, all three views agree. Okay, next uh, slide. All three views agree that we are not destined to wrath. Meaning to say, the, the rapture, the timing of the rapture is always before the wrath. Okay? So, there... Uh, rapture uh, view or position depends on what they believe is the 
timing of the wrath. I mean you say the timing when God will release his wrath on mankind on 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 the on the sinful world, okay? Uh, okay, so that's it. So you have to understand. Okay? So we gave you those scriptures already. Uh, and so all three agree on that. Okay? Um, so the next uh, slide next slide will be uh, the pre-tribulation rapture summary okay that's it all right so we already told you this that uh, okay there are seven points to prove okay the case for a pre-tribulation rapture. Now, there's there's many more but I only gave seven uh, if you want to know what are those you can you know, you can always, uh, what do you call this? Replay, replay our previous, previous uh, episode or, or what? Stream. Streams on, on this series. Okay? So, again, uh, uh, because for a pre-tribulationist, uh, uh, what do you call this? The wrath of God, okay, the tribulation period is associated to the time of God's wrath or za'am or indignation. That is from the book of Daniel. Even in Revelation, I'm going to give you another verse later on when we wrap it up. The pre, the mid, and the post. No, We're going to talk about the post today, but we're going to wrap it up. And I'm going to add another scripture, which is Revelation, uh, which is in Revelation chapter 6 that points to us that even during the seals okay remember there's going to be seven seals seven trumpets and seven vials or, or, or bowls of plagues okay seven bowls of plagues so during the seven uh, seven seals on the sixth seal okay the Bible in the book of Revelation mentioned about the wrath of God that's why for a pre-tribulationist even uh, the, f uh, the 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 beginning of the tribulation during the sixth seal, you know, it is clear, it is vivid that the the wrath of God is already okay. Na na ana ang 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 unsang wrath sa bisaya, um, ang kasuko sa ginoo, okay, ang judgment sa ginoo na ana nagsugod na. It was already started uh, uh, during the seven seals particularly the sixth seal okay so you can study that later but i want to wrap this up you know in a bible school uh uh teaching on the pre-trip mid-trip it's gonna be a lot of sessions okay but here in our sunday live we talk about each one of those in one session so that's amazing right <laughs> That's a miracle. <laughs> so again, uh, for a pre-tribulationist, the, the, the last seven years is the 70th week of Daniel. It is the time of Jacob's trouble. Meaning to say, it is, for, it is determined for the nation of Israel. It's for the Jews and not for Gentiles. So I, we gave you a lot of scriptures. And one of the unique things okay, that supports pre-tribulation uh, rapture doctrine view is the doctrine of imminence okay which is the the the, uh, the Jesus that Jesus can come back at any moment so concerning the scriptures uh, 
well, again, uh, watch our previous streams. All right, all right. So, so you see the, the wait, wait, wait. The rapture and then the the, the wrath and the, the the tribulation is one, and then uh, the glorious return of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. So let's uh, go to the next slide. Uh, this is again a review uh, from last episode which is the mid-tribulation position okay rapture position so you see uh first we have the the signing of the uh, strengthening of the seven-year uh, treaty or covenant a peace covenant and then of course simultaneously uh, they are going to rebuild the third temple and then the first uh three and a half years is what we call uh uh, pre-wrath which is not God's wrath according to the mid-trib position and then uh, in the right where is that right in the middle okay right right in the middle of the the, the seven-year tribulation is actually where the Antichrist will get in the temple the third temple and will declare himself to be God. And that, like what uh, we, we mentioned, uh, that will trigger God's wrath to come in the middle, right in the middle of the tribulation by when the Antichrist sets up okay, an image. Actually, it's not just an image, but it's an idol. Okay, or what the Bible calls the abomination that will cause desolation. Now, Revelation or John in the book of Revelation chapter 13 gave us a detailed description of this image, of this abomination that will cause desolation. So uh, I'm going to review, I'm going to give a short review on that later on. So again, for a mid-tribulationist, for a mid-triber, the rapture will happen just before or right in the middle of the tribulation. Because what? Because the wrath of God will happen, you know, in the middle. When this Antichrist, okay, will declare himself to be God and, 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 and set up an image, the abomination. So that is where, when the, the Bible says, uh, there's going to be a great distress or in other versions, great tribulation will come on earth. Okay? So, because of the wrath of it. That's in the book of Luke. Uh, I, I think, uh, can they read it? Yeah, there, there we go. Thank you for zooming in. Luke 21. No, It's in uh, Luke 21. And uh, the Bible says, yeah, th those are other verses. Uh, the Bible says that uh, the wrath of God is being poured, okay, uh, released on earth by that specific timing. The timing when the Antichrist, okay, triggers God's wrath. Okay, so uh, next, uh, next, okay, so we begin with the post-tribulation rapture position or argument. So number one, okay, number one. Uh, the church, do you have it? Okay. Number one, the church is never told that it is to escape tribulation. Now, again, uh, this is for the, uh, the post-trib, 
position. Okay, the church is never told that it is to escape tribulation because the Greek word for tribulation is thipsis. Uh, I don't know if I pronounce it that uh, that correctly. T h l i p thipsis or lipsis or thipsis is used 55 times in the New Testament and 47 times or 47 of these relate to tribulation as something to be endured by the saints. So something to be endured by the saints. Why? Because this is a test of faith. Okay? So like, uh, let me read to you John 16, 33. It says, I have said these things to you that in me, in Jesus, he said, you may have shalom, you may have peace, but in the world you will have tribulation, a lot of it, okay? That may include the last seven years of tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So it is understood by this principle, by this scripture that, you know, the Lord does not really want us to evade tribulation but through tribulation it will strengthen our faith and it will purify the saints so that is the the, the post position all right so number two revelation 310 is specifically oh no no uh, revelation 310 i don't know i'm sorry number two what is that the security of the godly through the tribulation so, I mean, you say there is security for those who belong to Jesus through the tribulation, all right? So, like uh, Revelation 3.10 is specifically for the church in the past, okay? That's their interpretation. And to pray for strength to escape tribulation in Luke 21.36 could mean strength to endure or to get through the tribulation. It's either God will keep us through or he will keep us from or he will protect us from evil okay from the evil antichrist something like that so like for example i am just giving just a simple uh, uh, single verse okay john 17 15 because we don't want to complicate this okay J because indeed uh, in the post-tribulation rapture position there's so much scriptures okay which we cannot read today but i'm going to give you just take a screenshot later okay uh, so john 17 15 says jesus this is jesus praying okay he he's, my prayer jesus said is not that you he was praying to his father in heaven my prayer is not that you take them out of the world but that you protect them from the evil one so meaning to say Jesus did not pray that his disciples will be taken out of this world, but for his disciples to remain and be kept safe from the evil one. In fact, his disciples went through persecution. So if you study history, you will know that they were martyrs. They were martyred for Christ. What? What? Yes, because the more God will use you, you know, to whom much is given, much is required, but you... You know, it doesn't matter for me as, you, as long as you can give as much glory to the, to the one who died for us, to, to the one who is worthy to receive all the glory. And that's good because your mind will, will not, I mean, is not going to be like the, the commoner. You know, the, the, for them, it's, it's, it's difficult, but 
if you if your love for God, if your commitment, your loyalty, your love for God is that deep, you know, it you, you don't care at all because your life is uh, your life. I mean, the God is greater, <laughs> is mo, uh, has more worth, more value than your life. What is your life compared to God? So if you love God, you're willing to give everything you've got just for Him, just to honor Him. So you, you, you must understand that uh, this is a concept of somebody whose love is being uh, processed through, through the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit, through this ongoing relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You must understand, okay? So if you don't understand, you know, pray to the Lord that, you know, He will cause you to really grow and, and have deeper roots in, uh, in your relationship with the Lord. Okay, so anyway, let's continue with this. I, wa I want to give a note on point number two. Take note, post-tribulationist does not deny the, the verse Revelation 3.10, okay? They don't deny that, all right? It's just that it doesn't mean being raptured, okay? But being kept safe through the tribulation. So that is their, that is the, 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 the interpretation of the, the post-triber, okay? Concerning Revelation 3.10. So that's number two argument, okay? Number three argument. Therefore, I just use therefore. Therefore, the church will go through the tribulation rather than being raptured out before or in the middle of the tribulation. Okay? The resurrection of the dead saints and, and the rapture of the church will occur at the same time, okay, or simultaneously at the end of the seven-year tribulation. So th this, that's the position of a post-triber, okay? That the church will go through, uh, the church will go through the the tribulation. There is there will be no pre pre and mid uh, trib rapture, but the rapture will happen after the seven year tribulation, okay? Okay, what is the scripture for that? So this is very common. That's why. There are more people, okay, leaning on this view, the post-trib rapture. More, 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 I mean, a lot of Christians, I mean, concerning the ration proportion, all right? So, Matthew 24, 29 to 30, okay? Uh, this is one of the famous verse that a post-triber will use or will pick because for them, this is the cue, okay? This is the cue. This is the prompt when Jesus will come. Matthew 24, 29 to 30, it says, Immediately after the distress of those days. Okay? In other version, it says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days. So, meaning to say, after the tribulation. Just right after. Okay? Verse 29, immediately right after the tribulation of those days. Alright? The sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. Why will the moon don't give its light? Because the, because the, the light of the moon is all, only a reflection from the light of the sun. Okay? So if the sun, 
does not emit light, so the moon will be darkened, right? Uh, the moon will not give its light. So it says, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Verse 30, then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. So you see, the cue will be what? When the sun will be darkened. That's, you, you remember in one of the parables, Jesus mentioned about at the midnight cry. Okay, Midnight cry, meaning to say, it's going to be darkened. It's not that on one side of the planet, uh, day, and on one side, night. So, no, 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 no. The Bible says, uh, you will know when Jesus will come because as the, the lightning, oh, I forgot the, the specific verse in Matthew 24, but everyone will see it. Okay? Everyone will hear and will see the, the, the announcement, the, the, the coming of the Lord Jesus. Because the whole, the, I mean, the, the earth will be in darkness. Okay? And so imagine that. The, the, it says the sun will be darkened. So it's going to be night. And then at the midnight cry, when the groom will come back, phase two, uh, wedding, uh, ancient Jewish wedding, uh, phase one, the dory thing, the, the signing of the marriage contract, phase two will be the torch parade, okay, where, where the groom and the groomsmen will, you know, march towards the, 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 the bride's uh, residence and then fetch the bride with her maidens, okay, and then they are going to uh, uh, march back to the groom's residence to celebrate. To, to, to have this banquet, okay? So that is the, the system. God is going to fetch His people. God is going to get His bride. But the Bible says it's going to be at the midnight cry. So on the same principle, it's going to be darkened. The, 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 what's, the verse says, The sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. The stars, etc., etc. Verse 30, Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. So, uh, you see, friends, when, when is the timing of this rapture thing? It's going to be what? Verse 29, immediately immediately after the tribulation so when you say after the seven year tribulation then boom the sun will be dark and the moon will not give you sight and then everyone will see the son of god a son of god will appear in the heavens in the sky okay and so now what about the pre-triber okay pre-tribers does does not reject this because for a pre-triver there's going to be a pre-tribulation rapture but on after the seven-year tribulation jesus is gonna come back they call they don't call pre-trivers don't uh, call this uh rapture although it's it's the same it, the, the, there's a rapture because jesus is going to uh, uh, of course um, appear in the sky and I mean, they, uh, for a pre-triver, sorry, for a pre-triver, they call this the glorious return of the Lord Jesus. So, it's just a different term, but 
they all agree that Jesus is going to come after the tribulation. So you understand it's so complicated. That's why the debate does not end. But the thing is this. We want you to see it, okay? To see all views, okay? So today we're talking about the post-trib. So again, that's the timing that uh, they are pointing to, okay? Number four. Now, about the wrath, okay? Again, uh, let me remind you, all three views believe that the timing of the rapture will be before the wrath is released okay before the wrath is released so number four the wrath of god is released after okay take note of this after the seven year tribulation period why because if you study the book of revelation you know it, uh, the, the the it is clear or unquestionable that the word wrath of god was really mentioned uh, the timing was uh, set on the seven bowls of plagues or in other versions it says the seven bowls of wrath okay it's it's clear so let's uh, establish that let's read uh, let's turn to the next slide uh i don't know not yet uh, the scripture Scriptures, verse, verse. Okay, yes. Revelation 15.1. Let's see uh, if uh, the wrath of God is um, released on the, se uh, the, the, the third sevens, which is the se seven bowls. Okay, it says, Revelation 15.1. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with the seven last. Okay? Last plagues. Last, it says. Because with them, God's wrath is completed. Okay? It's going to be finished at this stage. Okay? Actually, that's the last seven. But actually, it's extended. I'm going to explain why it's extended. Okay? So, th this is going to be the last. Now, Revelation 16.1, it says... Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. So it is clear, okay, read that. Pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath. So definitely, it is unquestionable. It's an absolute thing. This is the wrath of God being poured on the earth when after the tribulation when the seven bowls is finally okay is finally released on the earth so again read revelation 16 1 you know it you can read that in any version you have okay it will tell you the same thing so meaning to say, the wrath of God is going to fall after the tribulation during the, the dissemination or the uh, discharging of the seven uh, bowls of wrath. So uh, then we know that the post-trib rapture is the perfect timing for the church 
to be raptured because what is the point uh, what is the purpose of the seven year tribulation one said well it is for the church to be purified and it is for the for israel to be saved because god is dealing with israel okay um and at the same time there is one messianic jew that says the gentle church is not greater or more special than the Jews who are chosen, who are being elected by the Lord. So why would you think that God will take you ahead of the Jewish people? <laughs> what makes you special than us? It's like he's saying, so if you Christians who are adopted uh, through Jesus, through Yeshua, uh, what makes you think you are more special than, 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 than those who have been elected? Uh, Jewish people, okay, that you have to leave planet Earth ahead of them. So for them, uh, the church or, uh, uh, or the, um, the, the, the elect, who will, you know, uh, will be saved? during the time of tribulation no because of the tribulation they will be saved remember in the middle of the tribulation they're gonna flee they're going to go north because there's going to be a great earthquake and the antichrist will uh will uh, betray uh, he, the jews betray his uh, covenant peace covenant and then he is going to go after them and kill them and uh, that's what the bible says and so uh, you see with with all this tribulation or this chaotic thing this trial they will call upon the name of the lord and many is going to be saved and then all together at the end of tribulation when i mean after the great tribulation when the sun is darkened and the moon does not give its light that's the timing i mean luke said look up for your redemption draweth nigh, draweth near. So that's the, the timing where you can expect, but you don't, still you don't know what day, what hour he will appear. But there is going to be total darkness. So can you imagine if there's total darkness and then suddenly there's going to be a super bright light of God's glory. So people will be like blinded of this light, but we who are who remain, who are still alive, that's what the apostle Paul said. But we who are still alive, who remain, will what? Will not precede those who have died ahead in Christ, but they will be resurrected, and then, okay, the the, the rapture will take place. I mean, there's going to be a transformation in a twinkling of an eye the, 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 the body will be changed into immortality and we're going to meet you know there's going to be an assembly of the saints in the air amazing amazing so if you read second thessalonians so when is that the timing for that you, you okay that's your assignment anyway uh, <laughs> i wanna i'm trying to summarize this so let us talk about the seven last uh, uh plagues okay so this is the summary you can read that in uh, revelation chapter 15 to chapter 16. Um, it was dispensed or it was discharged okay the, the the plagues okay plague number one will be a horrible and painful source on those who have the mark of the beast so remember this that's why 
uh, John the Beloved in the book of Revelation mentioned about the wrath of God being poured when at the last seven bowls because it is what it is a targeted uh, <laughs> uh, judgment targeted targeted uh, who, who were the target who are the target the targets are those people who have received the mark of the beast so never never receive the mark of the beast remember that okay uh, horrible and painful source on those who have received the mark of the beast plague number two bowl number two okay uh, the sea turns to blood every living thing in the sea died that's 100 so remember during the seals the bible says one fourth okay dies uh, during the trumpets the second seven will be the seven trumpets the bible says one third dies okay but uh on the seven plagues okay uh, seven bowls you can read plague number two 100 percent of those living things in the sea they are eradicated they died okay plague number three the fresh water turns to blood now who can survive that okay if you're a fish can you survive can you can you swim and and survive and thrive in a blood number four <coughs> plague number four people will were, were burned by the fierce heat of the sun whoa maybe that's the reason why the sun will be darkened because i think this is my opinion plague number four people will burned by the fierce heat of the maybe the the, the sun okay the the, the uh, this sun that we have right now is going to die <laughs> that star little star will die at the time and so it's gonna burst and it will release great heat and then plague number five what will happen to uh, to plague number five total darkness you see the sun is you know it's total blackout no more so it says total darkness and people began to bite their tongues because of their pain sufferings and sores so this covid 19 protocols and quarantine and lockdowns is nothing compared to this judgments so you don't want to be here when that is discharged when that is released when the wrath of god is released on the earth you don't want to be here so you must be born again friends jesus said you must be born again <laughs> how to be saved how to obtain salvation you must be born again the savior himself said you must be born again that's john 3 7 okay so let's go back so there's going to be total darkness plague number six there's going to be drought and then there's the the, the three frog like spirits gathered uh, the kings and their armies to the place called Arm armageddon okay plague number seven then there will be flashes of lightning noises peals of thunder and a powerful earthquake there has never been such a powerful earthquake since people have been on earth on the earth the great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nations fell every island fled and the nations were not found <laughs> huge hailstones weighing 45 kilograms imagine that it's 
hailstones weighing like one sack, okay, one sack of rice falling from the sky. Whoa. Even if you lock yourself in a car, when that, when hailstones, stones start falling down from the sky, I don't know what your car will look like with 45 kilograms of each, okay, each stone falling on your car. Even at the roof of your, your house. <laughs> I don't know how, how long can your house, can the roof, can your roof carry, you know, let's say, uh, let's say a hundred or, or, or 200 or 300 45 kilograms of stones falling at the roof of your house. Imagine what will happen. You don't want to be here, friends. You don't want to be here. So if you study the last seven plagues, whoa, that's very terrible. So let me summarize to you the, uh, the, the illustration that we prepared uh, concerning post-trib position, okay? Uh, can you please uh, show that slide? Uh, yung, uh, this one, this one, okay? Uh, post-trib, when will the rapture happen? That's it, okay. <laughs> so you see, it's uh, similar with the mid-trib uh, illustration, okay? Uh, or chart, but this one, you see the rapture is not, uh, is is not in the middle okay not here but the rapture will take place here okay after the great tribulation so right after the great tribulation will be the resurrection and the rapture so la, la, um, so uh, okay so take a look and observe how the how uh, how the sequence observe how the sequence of events are lined up in this illustration or in this chart okay so in our previous series on two opposing kingdoms we discussed the seven year uh where is the seven year yes here's the seven year the seven year uh tribulation which is the seven years of peace treaty peace covenant okay and other preachers teach that the that prophecies in Revelation is already fulfilled, okay? That the Antichrist has already been revealed in Revelation 13, beast 1 and beast 2 is over. It's done, okay? But I believe that cannot be true. Why? Because the landmark is the third temple. So remember, the third temple is here, okay? Uh, there were Antichrists, yes, in the past, okay? They appeared, they, 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 they did some things, but... But the third temple, but the last, the one, the, the, the specific Antichrist that we are talking about, this one in Revela Revelation 13 is a different one because he is going to set up an image. Not like the image that already happened before, but this image is something that walks and talks and kills. Okay, they don't have the technology in the past to do that. Now we can. We have AI technology. You understand? So my point is that Revelation 13 still points to the near future. 
Okay, it's not something that already happened in the past. No, 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 no. It will happen sometime near in the near future. Why? Because uh, the, in the past, they don't have the technology that coincides with Revelation chapter 13. I'm going to read that to you later on. But again, uh, the specific events concerning the last kingdom of men, okay, uh, the last seven years. Uh, the fourth beast of Daniel or, or the last beast in Revelation 13 timeline, okay, that the timeline is linked to the third temple. There's going to be a third temple. Why? Because uh, the Antichrist or the beast mentioned in Daniel and, and by John in the book of Revelation need to have a temple to declare himself as God and to set up the abomination that will cause desolation, which is what we call the state-of-the-art technology. Why state-of-the-art technology? Okay, can we uh, read um, Revelation 13, 14, and 15? Revelation 13, do you have this scripture? Ah, I didn't give that to you. Okay, so let me read to you Revelation 13, 14 to 15. It says, because of the signs, it was given power, meaning to say the beast was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast. It deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Okay? The second beast was given power to give breath. Breath. Um, breath. Okay? So meaning to say, the second beast was given power to give life. Okay? To, to give life to the image of the first beast. So that the image could what? Could speak. Ha! The image could speak. Now, th that's why, again, it's the state of the art technology. It's what we call the, the AI or the artificial intelligence technology. And cause all who refused, okay, verse 15, and cause all who refused to worship the image, okay, the image that can move and that can speak, okay, Cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. Meaning to say, this abomination, okay, uh, this one, okay, this abomination that will cause desolation is an image, is a state-of-the-art technology that can speak and kill. Okay, so this robotic thing, <laughs> I believe it's a robotic thing, is weaponized because it can kill those who will not worship the beast so like i said okay we are already at the age where uh things are fast you know i mean it's it's uh, in an age of knowledge and and science and technology that uh this can this can be done okay but before everything that had happened in the past they just repeat itself repeat itself they 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 repeat history, but it does not qualify to Revelation 13 where it says this image, okay, has life, okay, and, and can speak and can kill. Wow, <laughs> that has never happened yet, friends. So, again, so what are we going to... Uh, wait to see this prophecy fulfilled okay 
it's the rebuilding of the third temple. And then the revealing, I mean, the, the covenant revealing of the Antichrist. Strengthening, signing the seven-year peace covenant with Israel. Okay? And, and, and you know what will happen next. So just, just uh, review our uh, previous series on the two opposing kingdoms and you'll understand. So, um, so therefore, as long as the third temple is not rebuilt yet, okay, then the specific proclamation of the Antichrist or the specific Antichrist cannot fulfill such prophecy. The, the, the Revelation 13 prophecy. There must be another temple, okay? Because the third temple, uh, the, the, there must be another temple to proclaim and set up an AI image that can speak, okay? Remember in the past, they don't have that technology yet to cause an idol to move, to, to walk, to think, to, uh, to speak, to kill. But this can be possible today. Okay, so in Revelation 13, Revelation 13 is something that pertains to the future or near future, not in the past. So, friends, uh, if you look at this, uh, I mean, this illustration, after the tribulation will be immediately after the tribulation of those days, the Bible says, Matthew 24 says, okay, the sun will be darkened, moon does not give, and then the Son of Man will appear, and then we will be raptured, we, raptured and uh, meet the... Uh, there's going to be an assembly, gathering of the saints in the air, etc. And then there's going to be a what? A wedding, a, a banquet in heaven with the Lord. Okay? And then after that, Jesus is going to return. We are going to return with the king. Okay? But you see, after the seven bowls of wrath, uh, right here somewhere... There's going to be the judgment of the prostitute, okay? The, 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 the Babylon, the new or the mystery Babylon, okay? And then Jesus is going to come back to bring the wrath of God, okay? Is that uh, in the Bible? Uh, let's, let's read that. Um, let's read that. That's... Um, ma uh, wait, wait. Uh, where is that? Can you give them the illustration? I think I forgot where. Um, I, I gave a scripture. Um, I have a scripture. Revelation 19. Ah. I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to read to you Revelation 14 first. Did I read Revelation 14? No, no. I'm sorry, guys. I forgot. Okay. So right after Revelation uh, uh, the, 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 the Revelation 16, you can also read Revelation 14, 9, okay? Okay, Revelation 14, 9 to 11, it says, this, this pertains to the people who are microchipped, okay? With the number of the beast 666, they will drink the wine of God's wrath in full strength, okay? Full throttle. <laughs> That's not funny, but you know, Let's read that. Revelation 49, it says, And another angel, a third, followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives the, a mark on his forehead or on his hand. 
So meaning to say, you don't need to receive something, uh, both hand and, uh, and forehead, you know, either, either just on the forehead or on the hand. It says, those who receive the mark of the beast, verse 10, he also will drink the wine of God's wrath, poured full strength into the cup of his anger, and he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb of God, verse 11, and the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night. These worshippers of the beast and its image who, and whoever receives the mark of his name. So remember this, friends. It doesn't matter if the, the Antichrist will torment you for a short time, okay, during the seven-year tribulation. It doesn't matter because if you side with the Antichrist, if you side with the beast, if you receive the mark of the beast, I tell you, your torment will is sure and is going to be forever, day and night without rest and no one will rescue you from that judgment because it is God himself who will judge you for not siding with him side with God by all means okay remember that because the Bible already showed us who is going to win the war the two opposing kingdoms the Lord Jesus Christ is going to be declared the King of Kings Lord of Lords and is going to reign is going to set up the his millennial kingdom Okay, that's just the start, <laughs> starting point. And, and, and we're going to live happily ever after. Okay, so, but for those who will side on the beast, who is going to side with, with, with the Antichrist, okay, because they are afraid to lose their wealth, they're afraid uh, not to trade, not to, you know, th that they're not able to buy and sell without the mark of the beast. Well, that's, uh, we, they will be sorry. They will regret one day because they have sided on the beast who has the agenda to rebel against God. Okay? Rebel against God. Um, okay, so we just read that. So uh, in our illustration, I, I showed you uh, that... Uh, uh, after the post-tribulation rapture, there's going to be a celebration in heaven, the, the banquet, the, 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 the wedding supper of the Lamb, okay? And then Jesus is going to return. We're going to return with the King uh, because Jesus is going to destroy the enemies of God, of His Father, and He's going to establish, He's going to destroy the Antichrist. He's going to destroy the beast, the fourth beast. Okay, and then he's going to establish an everlasting kingdom, which is the millennial kingdom. Okay, so friends, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the return of the king is in Revelation 19.15. Can we read that part? Just the part. It says, so this is after the wedding uh, celebration, the wedding supper of the Lamb. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress. Grabe no? This is grabbing a symbolic thing. Winepress of the fury of the wrath of God the Almighty. 
Ha! Huh. If you thought, if you think the wrath of God ended at the seven bowls, ah uh, no, you have, you need to read, uh, you, you also need to read um, uh, Revelation. Okay, look, Revelation 15 to 16 is about what? The seven bowls of wrath, all right? Next after that is the judgment of the great prostitute, which is Revelation 17 to 18. Judgment. And so this is an extended one after the seven bowls. Then after Revelation 17 to 18, the judgment of the great prostitute, the, 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 the mystery Babylon. After that, Jesus will return to continue enforcing, okay, to continue inflicting the world or to render to impose the wrath of god okay so that's in revelation 19:15. we just read that it says he will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of god almighty Ooh, you don't want to be here friends you don't want to be here none of us want to be here and so but the Bible says we are not destined to wrath. So before the, the, the seven bulls is going to be tipped over to be released to the world, the Lord is going to take us to himself. So that is the post-trib position. So again, uh, le let us show them. Let us recap uh, this, this slide, John. Okay, that's it. I don't know the title. Ah, so the title. So when will the wrath of God be poured out? So according to the pre-trib uh, uh, position, it's going to be uh, before the tribulation because, you know, uh, the, the tribulation and the wrath of God uh, happens at the same time. All right. So uh, just uh, it says this, the entire seven year tribulation is understood as God's wrath or both of the wrath and tribulation is believed to take place simultane simultaneously considering Daniel 8 and Daniel 11 and the destructive the destructive power of the seven seals seven trumpets and seven bowls described it's like saying the seven bowls is actually the finale of the, the, the wrath but the beginning of the wrath is the seven seals and the seven trumpets. So the finale will be what? The full strength, which is the seven bowls. So that is for the pre-triber. So you cannot say pre-tribers are, are totally wrong because they, they have a strong basis. So let's, let's read one of the scripture that, that points to the, uh, the seal, no, the, 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 the sixth seal. Uh, I mean, that connects the wrath of God to the sixth seal. So uh, that's uh, Revelation 6. Uh, please uh, turn to Revelation 6, 12 to 17. It says, verse 12, I watch as he opened the sixth seal. Okay, as Jesus opened the sixth seal. Uh, there was a great earthquake. The sun turned black. Real? Whoa. Like sackcloth made of goat hair and the moon turned blood red. And the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs dropped from the fig tree. When shaken by a strong wind, the heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up and every mountain and island was removed from its place. 15. Then the kings of the earth and princes and generals reached the mighty. Everyone else, both slave and free, hid 
they they hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains they called to the mountains and the rocks fall on us hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the what from the wrath of the lamb so when jesus comes oh he brings the wrath of god too so from the wrath of the lamb verse 17 for the great day of the wrath has come okay this the wrath is intended not for the righteous but for not for the church not for the elect but for those who have sided with the antichrist those who receive the mark of the beast and it uh, uh, for their day of wrath has come and who can withstand it that's verse 17 so when is this when you read again verse 12 it says as i watch he opened the what sixth seal so remember the order seven seals followed by seven trumpets and then followed by seven bowls of god's wrath full strength now here's the thing friends we just read to you the sixth seal out of the seven seals okay the first seven so the bible says that you know it's about the wrath but if you study closely the scripture the sixth seal is somehow could collide with the seventh trumpet it's like it's like the the seals and the trumpet uh, uh, overlapping each other so the timing of the seals and the trumpet depends on the lord not on us okay so the order when is the seal released this and that and because if you try to connect the sixth seal and the seventh trumpet is is the same it's like saying at the end of the tribulation the sun will be darkened it's in the sixth seal so it's like whoa so this is like you have to operate with a jewish mind it's a cyclical mindset where it's not linear because in a linear mindset after the sixth seal then the seven trumpets and then and then the next one but but in a cyclical mindset it could overlap you know it could overlap it could overlap but, but the point is everything that was written in, in scripture will really come to pass so that's that's the point so we really don't know how Th this will play out all of these things but somehow we have an idea because the bible describes every uh seal every trumpet and every place that will be discharged that will be impl imposed okay that will be inflicted on those who live on the earth so of the enemies of god so friends ladies and gentlemen i hope uh this uh brought nakahatag uh, ning clarity clarification sa sa mga satanan nga na confused ni aning nga na views no doctrines or teachings uh because sa madaling salita okay revelation 6 what we read to you about revelation 6 that it says that the what what is this for the when the wrath of god will come etc etc you know pwede po na claim no i mean the same scripture a post river can claim it a mid river can claim it because really we don't have a specific uh uh 
yung parang timing kung kanos ani but we have somehow a, a an idea or a shadow of how these things will will happen okay so uh what else i want to show you okay uh, the summary of events in the book of revelation oh again uh, you can take a screenshot uh, we will give you more uh, scriptures in the next slide in the next chart but in this chart you you'll see this is a combination of the three differing views so we have here as you can see this is the pre-trib and then uh, the the mid-trib and then the post-trib okay in between will be the persecution of the church okay where there will be people who will be martyred okay uh, on this uh, in 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 the middle okay so i mean throughout the, the throughout the seven year period uh the the reign of the antichrist the two beast is that uh, there's going to be persecution okay so it's like we fused uh, uh matthew luke daniel revelation but ultimately the order of this chart is based on the book of revelation so again why are we doing this uh why are we showing you this because this chart is somehow a, a, a leans to a post-revelation rapture if you just try to read through the book of revelation you will see the order uh, seems to be uh in this sequence okay in this uh, uh, sequence um Again, if you are a, a uh, pre-triber, the wrath of God uh, you will uh, is mentioned in the book of Daniel, uh, Ezekiel, uh, Revelation. Okay, so you can prove that the wrath of God is going to be released uh, on the tribulation. So the rapture will happen before the tribulation because the church is not destined to wrath. Okay. Now, if you are a mid-triver, where's mid-triver uh, here in the middle? If you're a mid-triver, well, you believe that the Antichrist will trigger the, the, the wrath of God, the, the, the great tribulation, okay, to fall here because of the abomination that will cause what? Desolation. That's why this is called the great tribulation because there's going to be a lot of chaotic things. This is going to be desolated, okay? Uh, because of this abomination it will cause desolation all right so for a mid-triber uh, the 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 rapture will happen somewhere in the middle now if you are a post-triber here you will base your doctrine your position on matthew 24 which says what i mean and also you will base your uh, position on uh, book of revelation uh, this is the chart where it says the wrath of God, the full strength will be here. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, at the the seven bowls. Okay, the seven bowls is uh, right here. Okay, see, my, see, I'm pointing my fingers. Uh, seven bowls is right here. All right, but for a pre uh, pre how can I? Okay, here. Okay, there. Okay, thank you, John, for pointing. <laughs> thank you for that help. For a pre-triver, they believe that the seven seals 
And the seven trumpets is already the wrath of God because of the destructive power that it brings. Okay? And it was also mentioned that the wrath of God is on the sixth seal in, in, in the Old Testament. Uh, it, it, uh, the word that is used is um, the indignation is za'am. Okay? So if, if you want to know more about that, try to watch our first episode on this uh, on this series. Okay? On the three different different views of the rapture so you can um, hear our definition for the indignation or the wrath because wrath and tribulation are two different things okay uh, so again uh, in Matthew 20, 24 34 Jesus said I tell you okay uh, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened but you think, what? All those people who lived during the time of Jesus passed away. They already died and all these things have not yet happened. So how can Jesus say that? You see, the Greek word for generation in Matthew 24, 34 is genea, okay? which is pronounced as genea. genea. Uh, and translated to English uh, by Thayer's Greek lexicon as family, a race, a generation, or an age. Okay? An age. If we look at Strong's ex exhaustive concordance, here we find that the generation and age are parallel. Okay? Or can be used interchangeably. Meaning to say, it says that from a presumed derivative of genos or genos or a generation by uh, implication it means an age okay so meaning say a period uh, the period or the person's age generation nation time so in other words the bible has three biblical uh, ages and each age is two thousand years long okay let me explain this is again we're talking about what post trib position so listen to this so when Jesus said, Matthew 24, 34, when Jesus said, I tell you this generation, okay, he was talking to this generation will certainly not pass away until all, this, all of these things have happened, have come to pass. He was not pertaining to a generation like, you know, my generation, my son's generation. No. But it pertains to what? To a biblical age. Now we have three biblical age ages. Okay, biblical age number one, the age of the fathers. Okay, La, from Abraham. Ah, no, no, sorry, from Adam to Abraham. Okay, that's why it says the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. So it it was the time, the timeline of that biblical age, and that is the timeline is what two thousand years. So from Adam to Abraham. Now, second biblical age, biblical age number two is the age of the sons. Okay? Uh, age of the sons, that is from Abraham to the Messiah. Okay? And the, the third biblical age is another 2,000 years, which is the age of the Holy Spirit. This is from, the, from Jesus' time to uh, 2,000 years, so that's going to end at year 6,000. 
So some prefers to call it church age. Okay, church age or age of grace or dispensation of grace. This age is 2,000 years long. And then the millennial kingdom of Christ where we enjoy Sabbath. Okay, that's why millennium, uh, millennium, millennium uh, the millennial kingdom is 1,000 years long. It's 1,000 years completing it to 7,000. So okay, 2,000 uh, biblical age number one. Uh, uh, the fathers, okay, the, uh, what do you call this? Fathers, fathers, dispensation, fathers. I forgot the term, come on. Patriarchal, <laughs> okay, the patriarchs, all right. And then this, the, the second biblical age, another 2,000, will be uh, from Abraham to Messiah, to Jesus, okay? And then the third biblical age is the age of the Holy Spirit or the church age, which is going to end up by the year 6,000. So what year right now in Israel? Okay, so it's up to you. Okay, so now, uh, so we have few more generations to, to, to get to year 6,000. Okay, not the Gregorian calendar, base it on the Jewish calendar, okay? If you, you so you can understand what we're talking about. So meaning the biblical history had about or closely to uh, six thousand years by now. We're very close to close that six thousand years period, okay? We're the 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 the, the end that the edge of of, of the last two thousand years, the last generation, the last biblical age or the last generations. That's why Jesus said this generation is not going to what will will certainly not pass away until all these things will happen. Woo! Exciting, right? Exciting. That's why my prayer, Lord. Woo! Come quickly, Maranatha! Come quickly, come, Lord Jesus, because you know I am not looking forward to new leadership, new whatever, new politicians. You know, it's just the same for as long as uh, our leaders are not uh, does not fear God or does not esteem the Bible, the Word of God. It's just the same, no matter who sits on the the the, the, the leadership. You know what? Uh, makes uh, what will make the difference is when we have a king who is righteous who is god-fearing what i meant by that i am looking for a kingdom called the millennial kingdom and i'm looking forward when jesus yeshua hamashiach will ride will come and dis destroy the antichrist and establish a millennial kingdom because that is the government that I am looking forward where there is true lasting peace and joy on earth hallelujah okay he will serve justice going oh man I I cannot describe all the beauty the joy the bliss okay the pleasure of his presence of being with the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. So friends, ladies and gentlemen, that is what's going to happen. So you can expect that. Okay, so if we are living at the last, at the edge of the last biblical age, which is the last 2,000 years. And you know what? It's been around that time 
uh, already 2,000 years. But you see, base it on the Jewish calendar again, and, and you see that it's almost 6,000 years. So how many generations left? Try to compute. Don't base it on Gregorian calendar. Base it on a Jewish calendar. So what year is it in, in a Jewish calendar? So that's your assignment, guys. Okay, so uh, I have so many verses to tell you. But okay, guys, guys, guys. How many? Do we still have time? Okay, so uh, uh, let, let, let us just jump. Okay, let's jump to the last uh slide uh, that we prepared to you because i understand uh, i cannot give all the scriptures so please uh, uh show them that okay the raptures and the tribulation so you understand uh, these are some of the scriptures compiled and it took me a long time in years to study and research and read a lot of articles Whew, a lot of sleepless nights just to give you just for you to take a screenshot and okay <laughs> no hindi po ako nagpapakonsensya but uh, what I, i'd like to give you is that i just want to offer my services to the king of glory the lord who gave his life for us we cannot repay him so friends if this will give this will enlighten you this will give you a wider uh you know uh clearer uh, what they call this understanding or knowledge about this three views of the rapture so be it so take uh, a screenshot right now okay and um, let me see if I, I need to explain further uh, uh, there are many more things to discover as you study the the scriptures as you study them um uh enjoy okay <laughs> enjoy okay so uh, uh actually uh the, the, i i have uh, there is a portion in this teaching uh, that i entitled the timing of the trumpet the timing of the resurrection the timing of the rapture and then there's going to be a discussion on 1 Corinthians 15:51 to 52 uh, and 1 Thessalonians 4:15 to, to 18 why you know the, the apostle said we who are still alive who are who are left I mean you say he is expecting that he's he's still alive during or after the tribulation <laughs> so so, I mean, we don't have time, I believe, to discuss them because I believe I already gave you a lot of scriptures, a lot of points and principles and truth to think about, okay? It's, I believe, uh, to many of you who are listening right now, it's, uh, you feel like uh, your brain is overloaded, <laughs> right? I, I, what do you think, John? Huh? I hope that uh, uh, you have not, uh, your brain is not um, short-circuited yet. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but I want, I want to give you a scripture as a bring home. Okay, can we do that? Proverbs 11.4. Okay, I realize I did not give this uh, scripture ahead. But Proverbs <laughs> 11.4 says, Riches 
Riches do not profit in the day of wrath. Okay? If somebody can... What? Right. Proverbs. Yeah, Proverbs 11.4. Alright. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Meaning to say, friends, you know, even if you have all the riches, the wealth of this world, you have everything you need, that will not save you on the day of the Lord, on the day of wrath. Okay? So better... I mean, or therefore, you need to set your priorities right. Okay? After hearing all this, set your priorities right. Know what is essential and what is not essential in life. Okay? Amen? So, because, you know, as the Bible says, what, Mark 8, 36, for what profiteth a man? Okay, what will you gain? What will you profit if you gain the whole world? But you lose your own soul. <laughs> What's the point, right? Okay, so that makes sense. So, uh, another thing is that uh, uh, I hope if you have questions, by the way, uh, you can type or send me a message so I can address them. We'll try to do our best. I am not a a uh, professor or master. You know, I, this is not my. <laughs> This is not my cup of tea. I mean, I'm not really, uh, what do you call this? I have not mastered the eschatology or, or, you know, something like that. But at least uh, I know a little, okay? That's why we're sharing. We're trying to, you know, simplify things um, to, to us today, okay? Uh, concerning the rapture, I, I thank you, Kuya Nolan Silve. Um, I, I like uh, to quote Kuya Nolan Silve. He said, We hope it will come before the tribulation, but we prepare as though it will come later. Okay, let me read that again concerning the rapture. We hope it will come before the tribulation, but we prepare as though it will come later. Um, uh, that is true, and that is why I really who don't want a pre-trib uh, rapture, right? We, we, we don't want to be here, friends. We don't want to be here. I don't want my children to be here. <laughs> but, but we cannot decide for ourselves. Let God be God, okay? So my point is that it is better for us to prepare as though the rapture will come later, okay? Than to be caught by surprise and then, whoa, we're still here. Or you know, what if the rapture will not happen before the tribulation? Then many will what? Many will question the teachings of the word of God. Many will be disappointed. Many will, you know, will will <laughs> will doubt and will will again may abandon the faith. So for me, I'd like to suggest, you know, an open hand theology. Meaning to say, you are open to whichever will happen, how it will play out, okay, in the last days. You know why? Because we're not God. Only God has the authority to, to, to say which comes first, which comes next, okay? <laughs> he gives us enough information from the Bible, but who is the one? Who is in charge to say, 
Okay, this seal, that trumpet, one, two, three, four, or two, four, six, whatever. <laughs> it's Jesus. It's the Lamb of God. He is the one worthy to open the seals. No one else because He, rede he is our Redeemer. He paid for the price. He, 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 uh, he, he was our substitute. So He is the worthy one. Okay? So, again, um, what? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. Which view... Uh, again, which view of the of eschatology is the most accurate? Po? So, if you're asking my opinion, um, uh, by uh, how do I say this? As planned, okay. I am going to present uh, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, and when I present pre-trib, I will try to convince everyone that pre-trib pre is it uh, it is okay and then mid-trib i'd like to convince you about mid-trib so right now since we're talking about post-trib so i would i am i i present it in a way where uh, i am convinced that the the right position the right view is post-trib okay so uh so right now uh i did my best and i hope uh, i i um I did well. <laughs> did I? <laughs> so, what is important, Tama, si Ati Merle, Ati Tata, that you are ready at all times. Because, see, the Bible, you cannot really lock in into one specific view. So, that's, that's my opinion. Okay? What I'd like to say is that you are ready anywhere. Because just like one, one preacher says, Pre-tribulation is not for everybody. That's why in pre-tribulation position now, this is something I, I did not mention during the pre-trib. Okay, thank you for that question, uh, Brother Rolly. Uh, uh, in the pre-trib position, there are so many uh, variants or, or, or division no? in, in the uh, variables or in the for uh, pre-trip because in the pre-trip there is what we call the full i mean everyone the i mean the entire church will be raptured before the tribulation but some believes partial rapture meaning to say some will be left those who are those who are alanganin you, you know need to be proven uh, need to prove their faith or those who are backslidden, then they, they will be left behind but those who are sh those who are uh, those who are proven, tested, those who have endured during the, the, the testing of their faith or proven, uh, then the blessing will be, they will be raptured. They will be taken out of here, okay? Because in the Greek, in Revelation 3.10, the Greek word is ek, out. Not, not through, but out. So meaning to say, you will be taken out of here. That's, that's why... Uh, th that's the interpretation that uh, the Bible. Uh, uh, okay. Anyway, if we go into details, that's going to be, uh, which I like also, but it's not going to be beneficial to everyone who who are listening because you know most Christians don't care about the Greek and the Hebrew and the thing. Okay, so we, we don't need to go deeper. But the thing is this. Just like the, our Jewish uh, uh, guide who, who, who taught us when we were in Israel, he said, 
the Bible, and the Holy Spirit. That's all you need. So that is why we give you the three views of the rapture so that so that the Holy Spirit, you know, you, the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit, okay, you, you pray and ask God, Lord, what? What now? Now that I heard the three parts, the three sides, do you have a coin, John? Can you give me a coin? Okay, uh, the rapture, the truth, the, you see, it's the same event, okay? The second coming of Christ, you know, all of these things, they happen in, in, in the seven, last seven years. And, and uh, it's, like, uh, it's like a coin. Yes, where on, the, on one side you see uh, a person. Okay, there's a face. You see the head. And then you see the, 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 the side of the coin. Uh, sorry. And then the, can you see it? And then the, the rear of the coin. But we are talking of what? Are we talking of three coins? Or are we okay? Or are we talking about the same coin <laughs> that have three sides? You have to understand God is God. Our mind is limited. His is unlimited. So how can we contain, how can we fully understand the mystery of, the, of, of, of this? We can't. So the thing is this, my friend. You must be born again. Okay? That settles it. <laughs> you must be born again. So... For me, I believe pre-tribulation rapture is not impossible with God. And the post-tribulation rapture is clearly a sure thing in scriptures because you, you find a lot of uh, supporting verses also. And also the mid-triposition, it's also there. Uh, so I pray. So as let's say as a pre-triber, you pray. Uh, uh, that the Lord will take everyone home, okay? Uh, for, uh, that it may, uh, the pre-trib, let, let it, you know, Lord, thank you. That you, uh, for the sake of the faithful, you will do it. And simultaneously, I suggest that we prepare God's people for the test of faithfulness just in case that there will be those who are part of the elect who will be saved through it through the tribulation that's why the book of revelation mentions about what tribulation saints you can read that that's in the book of revelation tribulation saints so you see when you say tribulation saints were they there during the tribulation of course but they they gave their lives they honored god uh, is that biblical? Oh, yeah. But you cannot choose. That's why Revelation, uh, was it in Revelation 13 where it says, those who are destined by the sword, the, 13, right? Those who are destined by the sword, by the sword, they will be killed. And those who will who are destined to be captured, will, they will be captured. <laughs> what, the thing is, just endure what is seven years or what is three and a half years, friends, compared to 
eternity. I mean, eternity of, you know, torment. So, I don't care what the Antichrist will do if, uh, you know, because we are right now talking about the post-tribulation rapture. So, the church will go through the tribulation. So, I don't care what he can do. He can only, the maximum that he can do is kill the saints. But they cannot take our faith. They, they may take our lives, but not our faith. Death is just like a door that you pass through and then that's it. In fact, they, they're, just, they're just helping the, the, the tribulation saints to get there uh, quickly, <laughs> earlier. <laughs> okay, so uh, when tribulation happens, we are not in control. God is in control. So whatever will be, will be <laughs> for you being a saint. Just put your faith in the Lord that He will take care of you. He, he loves you and that He is not going to give you a trial that you cannot bear. Just don't give in to stress and worry because you know what? You don't need to stress yourself. That's why for me, when I see prophecy being fulfilled, though, this, is, this is my opinion. When I see prophecy being fulfilled, you know what I do? I say, oh, the third temple, this, that. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. You know why? Because I am excited. The more I see all of these prophecies coming to pass in our time, it gets me excited. Not with persecution. Okay, because I, I look beyond, behind persecution. What I see is behind this, this Revelation 13 persecution. I, what I see is glory behind it, which is what? I see Jesus coming to destroy the Antichrist and establishing the Millennial Kingdom. Whoa, hallelujah, the perfect kingdom. Hallelujah. I am excited to be, whew, to be with the Lord on that day where I say, you know what? Life here on earth right now is getting more. I mean, we, we're, you know, a lot of people do not have work right now. We're staying home. Oh, man. You know what? You know what? Part of my prayer, I said, Lord, life on earth is not fun anymore <laughs> a lot of restrictions you cannot do what you used to do you cannot enjoy you cannot you know there's a lot of things like that and it, what if another pandemic what if another thing happens and so the more we don't have the more our freedom is taken away from us Be, you know so that well in the name of safety and so on but are you enjoying this kind of life friends i believe you're not we are not okay we're not before i can monthly i can go to buddha and i can i ride my bike from dawn to evening you know i i, I used to do things like that but now i'm getting bigger because i'm always here and if i ride my bike just short distance and before every other day my wife and i at Ilibot, we go to the to crocodile park and run and and train for half marathon for full mar for 40 you know full marathon how oh, 
we enjoy that because while training and preparing, while running, we're praying, we're we're communing with the Lord and enjoying fresh air. But now we're we're here because so we can avoid the the transmission of the virus, right? So although the the government, uh, the IATF, has the right intention for that, but we as um, the uh, you know we as uh, people uh, citizens as uh, you know we feel that uh, we are restrained like we we cannot enjoy what life is supposed to be we're being you know it's like we we feel we're being deprived from from our freedom to you know <laughs> so the the more we get sick also because we're we're just sedentary in, in our in our in our own homes but anyway guys so i encourage you to eat healthy and and try to exercise stationary exercise will do but nothing compares with the real exercise than just running on a treadmill than just you know you know you see nothing but you know riding on the uh, and you see the mountain terrains in in buddha you see the fogs and chat oh i like uphills well i hope i can do that again sometime soon well anyway my point is this that's why i pray to the lord lord come quickly maranatha come quickly please you know that's why i'm excited to see prophecies end time prophecies fulfilled Okay, why? Because you cannot pre you cannot prevent uh, uh, unconditional prophecies. Remember this, friends. Some people are forwarding links. Oh no, we should stop this. We should stop that. But you know what? If you know it was already prophesied, and if it is part of the unconditional prophecy, there is nothing you can do to prevent all this evil from happening. Remember that don't tire yourself just deflect okay don't try to 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 um, uh, to, to yung direct collision with with what's with with the flow of uh, the the fulfillment of the end time prophecies because you cannot change no matter how much you pray about you know you cannot stop what has been declared in the bible it will come to pass god cannot lie it will surely happen and he will do it okay because he has planned he has better plan than us so we love you friends i hope you learned something by the way if you think this is done actually this is not done but i'm i will end this series here right now so we're we so my goal is to show you the three different views of the rapture but actually there, there is more we call the pan uh, position no? pan three rapture position or somehow it's a combination of different raptures so if you combine one two three one and two one and three two and uh, two and three whatever is you will end up seven raptures okay so now it's between you and god Okay, so pray to the Lord. What is important, friend, is this. Do, you do not need to argue and debate with other believers. Love them. Respect their 
point of view, okay, respect each other. What is important is that while waiting, tama at tata, samtang naghulat ta, let's continue to serve the king faithfully instead of arguing, instead of debating, right? Let's keep our busy serving the Lord in his vineyard. That, that is true, ati tata. Thank you so much. So first, you must be born again, okay? You must be born again. You must be part of this great grand wedding supper of the Lamb, okay? The, the, the wedding banquet. You must be part of it by receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You must be born again. That's another topic. But after the three differing views of the rapture, you know what? Uh, but this is not a Bible school, so but let me just tell you another three that you need to study is what we call the millennial views and the second coming of Christ meaning to say uh, there are uh, millennial views which is what the pre-millennial pre-tribulational uh, we we have the pre-millennial post-tribulational we have the amillennial so those things but no need to confuse yourselves okay I just want to, to focus on this this um, uh, the three views of the rapture because for me the millennial kingdom will happen after after the tribulation so it's not going to be a, just a spiritual one but it's a tangible one okay so th th there's a lot of proof in the bible that it's a tangible one all right so love you guys i hope uh, um the, the presentation of the post-tribulation view of the rapture is uh, clear, is convincing. <laughs> Are you convinced, guys? So, um, thank you. Uh, yes, welcome, Kuya Clarence. Uh, thank you, Ati Pearl. Oh, Brother Gideon, hope to ride with you. Long ride, Pastor, someday. Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, someday, okay? Uh, um, uh, what else so thank you so much for all of you who have joined us today uh, we hope we this uh, program this episode not just this episode I mean this series okay all three of them uh, part one pre-trib part two mid-trib part three which is this one post-trib I hope this will uh, this can uh, this will help uh, believers or the body of Christ you know, gain understanding and knowledge about the three different views of the rapture. Love you. Thank you so much. Uh, we will see you again next week in our next series. You know, our next series is not going to be the millennial views. Enough of that. Okay. What I'm excited about right now is for the church, you know, how do we prepare? I tell you, we are going to solidify our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we're going to focus now on the, on the Redeemer, okay, on Jesus, the Redeemer, who Jesus is and what he did. And at the same time, now that you are in Christ, you need to develop, you need to continue your walk with God. You know, it's a, an ongoing relationship with God. You need to go deeper. You, we want to uh, uh, encourage you, you know, to... to to walk with God. You know, we want to encourage you to develop, you know, an intimate relationship with God. It's a, a constant and conscious fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That is what's important right now. More important than the pre-trib, mid-trib, and post-trib. Remember that, okay? So what is important is that your relationship 
that you belong to Jesus, you must be born again, and that from there, you need to continue. You need to grow. You need to mature. You need to establish. Your, your faith must be grounded in the truth, in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm excited to help the church prepare for the coming of the Messiah, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. There's no one like him. Love you all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us. Joining, join us again next week. Love you. God bless church. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.